on this episode of Movies from My Life, Batman. Do I really have to say anything else? So this is East. This is Dave. Hello. I'm Brandon. I, uh, Devin has a microphone off screen, but may or may not talk. Um, and Batman. Let's do. Let's talk about Batman. I can remember if you ask my family, uh, my you know my obsession as a child. There's they will all tell you it was Batman. Everything I had as a kid, Batman. You know, on my fucking first tricycle, it was a Batman tricycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, clothing, bed sheets, the whole works. That and Ninja Turtles. It was like everything, which probably explains why I eat so much pizza. But that's another conversation. Um, it's a lofty topic because you know he's the best yes there's a lot to cover (laughs) he's got a lot of money thank god he's like (laughs) see some of the gadgets he's holy fuck um one thing i want to get into uh or i should probably explain what we're doing with this episode is um we're going to uh in the next two segments we're going to talk about uh all of the live action films and uh, go through them, and then at the end, kind of pick our favorite of the series. And I'm hoping that the conversation kind of maybe changes our opinions. Who knows? Maybe we'll all say Batman and Robin. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It was very. It was a very colorful film. Yeah, yeah. that that's true. Um, <clears throat> but first, I'd like to get into. Um, well, I'd like to get into some of the honorable mentions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Most notably, I think uh, the animated series yeah. from the nineties. Yeah, it was the best. Amazing. Now they did have the one theatrical title, Mask of the Phantasm, which is around here somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. I think it's on Netflix too right now. I was yeah, watch it the other day, but I think I got into a bottle of wine or something instead. <laughs> <I> forgot. <laughs> um, and uh, that's where you, I think. Um, I think a lot of the staples of the aesthetic of that series. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was you that brought this up, or or if it was um, someone else on this panel and any or on a panel brought it up. But they gave it was Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought up that if you watch uh, the '89 Batman, mm-hmm. and if you and then go into Returns, and then never see another live action Batman film, and only watch the animated series, the aesthetic is so similar that you would just assume that that's a continuation of the series. Yeah, it's the art, mm. it's the uh, the music and the art deco, like mm. styling of the buildings and stuff like that, especially in one, uh, in Vicky Vale's apartment. Yes. Uh, you can really see the style of the animated series in that, yeah. for sure. and even the kind of gothic <clears throat> look of the buildings and so forth is, oh, yeah. is amazing. I love the... Um, I love that almost uh, noir aesthetic to everything, mm-hmm. and obviously they they were trying for that in the animated series, which is so cool. Also, I think the quintessential Batman voice of all time in Kevin Conroy, and you know he's been Batman to our generation for over a decade, right? Yeah, I'd say he, in my mind, he pretty much is. You watch any of those like new like DC uh, animated Batman movies, and yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. and you don't hear. You don't hear his voice, and you're like, uh, something, it's not the same. It's just really not the same. I did like in The Dark Knight uh, Returns, though, Peter Weller. Oh, yeah. Amazing. 
fucking Robocop Batman. <laughs> That's just a great combination right there. <laughs> I know, it was so good. That's my childhood. <laughs> In a nutshell, Robocop and Batman. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, probably the best Joker voice. In mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, and I can remember when I found out that Luke Skywalker and uh, and fucking the Joker from my childhood, you know, at age ten or whatever, was the same guy. Mm-hmm. My fucking head exploded. I didn't, <laughs> pretty near. I didn't find out until Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when he was Cockknocker. Oh, really? Oh. That's when I was just like, huh? And I kind of like looked over and I was like, wait a minute. I recognize that voice. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that terrifies my dreams. And it was so interesting because if you watch any of the um, the footage of him voicing the character, he's the only one out of all the people that do voices on the show. He stands up and he he gets right into the character. He's literally making movements, and some you know some of them I'm sure have have, have found their way onto the the art you know of the Joker. Uh, he's very much acting out the role. Mm-hmm. It's it's more than just a voice. He doesn't just come and sit down and read it. It's um. It's amazing. Yeah, and it I, you can totally tell that it really does take a toll on him because he also did the voice of the Joker in uh, the Arkham vi- like series the of video, video games. games. Yeah. yeah, and he said that uh, you know Arkham Knight was gonna be the last time he ever voiced the Joker. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it probably does take a lot. It's fucking him. sad too to hear that. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's because the best. he's a fucking man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about while we're on the animated series is uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Now, this was originally supposed to... Did it have a theatrical release? It did. It was the only... Because the only other animated series that they did was the uh, Mr. Freeze one, which was straight to VHS. VHS but that yeah. one did, because I saw it at Victoria Terrace. But very little marketing. Yeah. And I remember that there was a big issue with that, that they... Either it was a last-minute switch to theatrical, or there was something that, that made the marketing so... Lacks and it shows in the numbers because, for example, just to give you an idea, worldwide that movie only made five million dollars comparative to the next closest of any of the Batman series, um, which is uh, Batman and Robin, made two hundred and thirty-eight million dollars. Now I realize it's an animated film, mm-hmm. but uh, Batman and Robin made two hundred and thirty-eight million dollars worldwide. Yeah. Oh my god! And even worse, half of that. Uh, <laughs> more than half of that is in North America. And in Arnie's <laughs> pocket, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and another plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your plane. Fuck. Um, yeah. It, it it seems such a shame because that movie is amazing. That, that movie actually has my uh, favorite line in regards to uh, talking about Batman, which is at the... I'm going to say it was at the very end when he's talking to Andrea Beaumont, mm-hmm. who's the uh, who ends up you find it is the phantasm. It was his one, yes. the one that got away. Yeah. And he's and she's holding the Joker who killed her dad, who Batman's arch enemy. And she goes, but Andy, what will vengeance solve? Yes. And she goes, and if anyone can answer that, it's you, Bruce. And then he just stands there and lets her go and take oh. and lets him lets her take the Joker. Yeah. You know, yeah, because he can't. How can you argue that? I'm fucking Batman. Everything I do is almost out of, like, vengeance, you know? Yeah, it entirely is. And it's yeah. great. And that's a kid's movie where it's questioning, you know, almost like the ideology of Batman. Yeah, and the morality. Although, I love the no guns rule because, uh, Devin, you alluded to this. The whole Frank Miller series where, of course, he is uh, shooting people, which is, uh, you know, it breaking his one rule. And there's also many situations over the years where he's killed people, um 
you know, or left them to die at mm-hmm. very least. Um, one, I, I, I don't know. There's so many examples, uh, you know, we'll get into them. They're going to come up. They're going to come up. Um, in any case, um, I, I kind of want to talk about Batman as a character a little bit before we get into the movies. Um, what is it that attracts you guys to Batman? Uh, because, you know, he's, he doesn't have any superpowers, yeah. no. and yet he's one of the most beloved superheroes, or heroes, let's say, of both comic books or any medium, any medium. There are people from all walks of life, all ages, all, you know, any, uh, all races, all languages that love Batman. Um, and, and I, 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 for a very long time struggled with why this character is so transcendental because it seems as though his origins are so based in tragedy and something that doesn't seem like the average person could cling on to that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's because he's so, I thought about this too, and I think it's because he's, he's, you're aware of how flawed he really is because he's human. Yeah. You know what I mean? And let's just, let's encompass. Like everything about Batman, let's just say this. Even as a as a father figure, let's say, mm. you know what I mean. Dick Grayson, he had his he had his you know his pseudo son, you know, um, loved him, fucked up on that relationship. They, they're really and then really tried rocky. to replicate it. Try to replicate it over, correct? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. <clears throat> Second yeah. one, the guy dies or is left for dead. You what know is what I mean? His with name Jason, the redhead Jason, Jason Todd, Todd yes. is like left for dead or killed by the Joker becomes yeah, the red hood. Oh fuck. So, and that, that scene, uh, in the adaptation of that yeah. in the red hood uh, is, is also fucking Very amazing chill, because man. I, I, like I can remember reading that comic and just be like, eh, whatever. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. good. I'm rid of Robin for a bit, you know, until I get another Robin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I was like, fuck. I, when I saw that, and it's like all done in flashback. It uh, it really hits you close to home. Yeah, and but you look because at, you see it from Batman's perspective. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but but even then you start reading, you know, the Nightfall series when Batman breaks his back and then Dick Grayson yes, starts to yeah. come back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And their relationship, and that is very very human. You know, like Prodigal Son returneth. You know, these are all stories that a lot of but, people can relate to. I yeah, think. but who takes up the mantle of Batman at that point? Because it's not it's not Nightwing. Initially. Oh, it's it's, um, uh, it's Azazel or Azrael, sorry. Azazel. Yeah. Azrael. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um who, you know, he who, yeah, eventually... can't even hold the boots cuz he ends up going nuts. Yeah, he ends up fucking going a little too far and he yeah. to say. Yeah. And but I think overall he's very human. Look at his look at his girl, <laughs> look at his look at his girls and his love interests, you know? Yeah. You know with Talia. Yeah. And and, uh, and Catwoman, you yeah. know. And we're going to get into that, but um, in the comics and in the animated series that we all love, uh, it's uh, Raish al Ghul. Mm-hmm. And it's the League of... Shadows. No, it's not the League of Shadows. It's the League of something else, and my brain just went blank. I have a really bad headache. Um, Isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm going to... Devin, can you Google that for me? His uh, Rachel Ghoul's ninja clan that isn't the League of Shadows. Like in the comics, it's called the League of Something Else. Uh, in any case, we'll come mm. back to it. But I wonder, uh, obviously for the films, like the League of Shadows, much like Shadow Company in in, uh, in Lethal Weapon or um, any, you know, any of these uh, fucking... They, they love their dark imagery mm-hmm. and they love the idea of something that moves, you know, without uh, being seen. Um, I wonder why the name race changed to Roz, though. Is it is it just easier to say? Is it uh, is it the reimagining of the character? I don't 
might have been a, easier for kids to say yeah and looking at it on paper when you're a kid you yeah. know what i mean for the for merchandising mm-hmm. and, speaking of merchandising uh, just just to interject first apparently he wasn't a very creative man league of assassins league of, league assassins, of assassins that's what it is Fuck. yes Yes. Very to the that's, point. That's original. <laughs> yes. yeah. Good good job. Really. <laughs> so yeah, League of Shadows. I came to him in the middle of the night. I got it! <laughs> League of Assassins. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> well the League of Shadows is it sounds more menacing and also I get, their purpose is slightly different. You know, they're not trying to create a utopia or a perfect society. Also they don't have the Lazarus pit, obviously, in the films and all of that mm-hmm. shit, which is fucking creepy but cool also. Yeah. Um all right, let's get into. Should we get into the live action films a little bit here? Sure, let's do it. Okay. First question off the jump because it's the one that the internet is constantly at wits with each other over is best live action portrayal of Batman. Oh, and oh. it's one that I constantly struggle with. Overall, yeah. Okay, so. There's for me, my opinion is different about Bruce Wayne and Batman. Exactly, and this is the problem. This is why I always lean on, like I always take the easy way out, which is fucking not killing myself. <laughs> I always take the easy way out in that I always say Kevin Conroy because he's the one that creates a voice for Bruce Wayne and then basically does his own voice for Batman, yeah. which is you know an interesting way of doing it. <sighs> but yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to take over here. Uh, I'm, I'm I would, be... <laughs> honest, for me, it's actually it's pretty easy. It's uh, I still think Michael Keaton, man. Yeah. Only because this is why Christian Bale had the fucking Batman voice that everyone makes fun of, but he was a great Bruce Wayne. There's that's, no that's, you, you yeah. can't argue I, that. I don't. I don't. I thought that he was aesthetically a, a decent Bruce Wayne. Other than that, you know that it wasn't a, it wasn't well he written. He looks like a Bruce rich. Wayne. Yeah. yeah, but he also, but I like how there's he he brought two the two sides of Bruce Wayne in, yes. which is great. Yeah, um, George Clooney, fuck, he's <laughs> he's a good like almost like Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Bruce he's, Wayne. yeah, he's a great older he's a great older Bruce Wayne. You know, yeah. especially when you stand there in the suit when Alfred's you know on his mm-hmm. deathbed um, twerking his twi- uh, his nipples. Yeah, yeah. now nipples. Val Val Kilmer was the one that Bob Kane before he died said, said yeah. was the best incarnation of batman that he had seen on screen yes like let's not be clear he didn't be like that's perfect bruce yeah. wayne he said bruce wayne not batman also yes. um but i didn't really like val kilmer's batman for the sheer reason of it's the car chicks yeah. dig the car yeah um but michael keaton man fuck that first time when you see him at the gala in batman one and he's walking down he's very much like himself when he shoots Knox those weird looks when Knox is making like those underlining yeah. jokes about him he keeps he does a yeah, couple of double takes that he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is yeah he's very that. human and flawed and then when he goes to try to tell because uh, I bought it in Japan yeah and then when he, go, <laughs> but when he goes to even tell uh, you know Vicky Vale that yeah. he is Batman it's like but there's something I really shut up yeah I really like you but there's something I got does he say. shove her to the couch yeah he, he, he puts her he kind of like you know hand, mm. hand on the shoulders like sits yeah, her yeah, down yeah. yeah um but I just think he had a great balance. He didn't yeah. overdo a Batman voice, and his Bruce Wayne was very, very sound. Even in Returns, when he's sitting there with Max Shrek at the table, yes. and they're going back and forth, he's like, yeah, I looked at it, and I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was wicked. I also like how in the Burton Batman films, Bruce Wayne isn't, you know, everyone doesn't know what Bruce Wayne looks like. He know They know the name, because right, right, right. they, see, they see it all over town, essentially, in all the buildings. I like that idea because 
for example, and it's a bad example, but you were talking about you want to catch the Raptors game later. <laughs> so um, uh, Larry Tannenbaum is an owner in MLSE. Now, most people in Toronto know that name. Mm-hmm. But if you walk by him on the street, you're walking down Bay Street and you walk by just some dude and he smiles and says, hey, you smile, you say, hey, nice day, yeah, great, and you keep walking or whatever the situation is. Um, I like the idea of the rich guy that nobody, right. everyone knows the name, but no one knows what he looks like. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I there's something there's something appealing to that because it almost, uh, there's another level of power there and influence there. You know, like this. Uh, I agree to that. You know, almost like a Blofeld in Bond or something. Like you don't see him, but he's the. Yeah. Uh, you know, initially, mm-hmm. but he's got this. He's got. He's basically the head of this. Um, you know, evil organization yeah. kind of thing. And in our case, he's obviously Batman's a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love how he never. Kind had, of. I love how he also never. He never gets the chance to actually say what he does. Yeah. In, in the first two, in in like that first franchise yeah you know because like and what do you do he's like well i and then alfred interjects and then he even tries to continue and then he interjects again yeah you know what i mean um and then in two he's just talking with max shrek you never you never actually know what bruce wayne's actual job is at wayne enterprises yeah well presumably obviously CEO. A, yeah. yeah but there's a portion of his business that is in mergers and acquisitions uh-huh. so <clears throat> If anyone ever wanted to compare this film to Pretty Woman in any way, he's basically <laughs> like Richard Gere. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. All right. Um, Dave, have you come to terms with your thoughts? Um, I, I, I'm you gonna... can give me a different one for Batman and Bruce if you want. That's what I'm going to have to do. I, yeah. I, I like uh, Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, but I fucking can't stand him. He doesn't even look good in the Batman suit. He looks fat. His face looks fucking stupid, and he talks like a fucking asshole. So I hate him as Batman. Love him as Bruce Wayne. And I'm going to go with Michael Keaton for, for Batman. For Batman. Yeah. I'm on the same page as, as Dave uh, in terms of uh, Keaton as, as Batman. Um, it, yeah, it's definitely a super hard one for me um, to, to pick out a favorite Bruce Wayne. I do like what Kane said about Val Kilmer being aesthetically, um, um, you know, what Bruce Wayne I feel should look like, but the only problem there is that he's written so badly mm-hmm. that I can't feel anything for this man. Yeah. Um, so, with that in mind, you know, for me, I, I gotta maybe I just think Keaton's the best all around, or maybe you know, it's a very close one there between because I like the way that, like I said, they play bruce in that series but if you're going to play him as a millionaire playboy as he's kind of perceived in mm-hmm. a lot of the comics and a lot of the cartoons and and movies and you know everywhere else you see him then yeah christian bale works perfectly because he's you know he looks the part yeah. so yeah one more point before we go to break i'm assuming you guys remember the 60s batman because it was in syndication oh. all throughout our childhood oh yeah now, I know this is movies ruined my life, so I don't want to go too far into the series itself, but we can talk at length if we so desire about the film, which is over there. If you, uh, you know, if, uh, it's uh, with the shark repellent, mm-hmm. amazing scene. Oh, I'm fuck. punching the shark. That's what, what they I, should have done in Jaws. I don't understand why it's so much. Punch trouble. him! <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I will say about, like, uh, that Batman TV show, yeah, and like that, you know, Batman the movie, 
Yeah. Um, is that I, I honestly don't think Tim Burton, as much as I love Tim Burton's first two Batmans, yeah. all, I just really think all Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher did was just, they didn't even touch a fucking comic. Well, that's, and they just, they that's just picked, not the case, and you know that. They just picked, but I just, I, you, you can't argue that. I honestly just think they just watched a couple episodes of the TV show and were like, oh, I can make a movie. Especially Joel Schumacher. Yeah, I, Gordon, I agree with you about Gordon's, Schumacher. But... Gordon's fat. Hmm. Gordon's not Gordon. Yeah. It's colors out the ass, especially in the Schumacher ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... the, 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 the uh, initial, uh, like, 89 Batman's very, very, um, like, earth tones. Mm-hmm. But continue. But uh, And then I'll yell at you. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and also um, I'm pretty sure at one point Tim Burton even said in a press conference in, like, 88 or 87 yeah. that I don't need to read a Batman comic to make a movie about Batman. Yeah, um, he did. But what he also didn't say in that... Was that I read all the comic books. <laughs> no, but he did read The Killing Joke. Uh, um, uh, you know, so... There's something to be said from there because he did kind of source a lot of the the Joker, the concept of the Joker being this um, uh, mirror or like the the evil mirror image of Batman or like the uh, the yin to yang kind of thing between the two of them. Which is which is great for, you know, Jack Nicholson being the great Joker that he was. Yes. Um. But for the rest of the world that is Batman, mm. he did a great job, I will say, with, like, that Art Deco, like, kind of creating a world of yeah. Batman. But for, like, all the other characters, yeah, yeah, he just... The one mistake, obviously, that series did make is that they continued to kill off the villains every fucking movie. Yeah. Or, the one mistake? What? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a few. The most, uh, the most obvious mistake of the early films, let's say, uh, in, in, the, in the Schumacher uh burton years now um i'm not taking a shit on batman 87 i no. fucking love that movie 89 89 sorry yeah. i'm not shitting on it i love that movie well you're not wrong about 87 because i think it, it, they they initially like kind of green lit it somewhere near the end of 87 and then kind of blah blah, blah. you know yeah. the story you know i'm uh, yeah uh, in any case um i to go back to the 60s batman though mm-hmm. it's a time in our culture where comic book sales are actually lagging comparative to, you know, the newsstand sales of, of the generation previous or not the generation, but even the early part of the sixties, mm-hmm. um, as an example. And, and this show, um, is all the, the camp, all the humor and everything that a family show at that time needs to be. And if you remember like the, the, uh, from watching it in syndication, um, what they would do is initially in the early episodes is always two parters um, because they would do these episodes where you know I can't remember the air date, but let's it was in the middle of the week, so let's say Wednesday. On Wednesday they would air half the show, and then it would be like a cliffhanger, and then you'd come back for the second half on Thursday. And essentially, had like two days in a row, you know, double up on Batman kind of thing. Then they reduced it to a single air date on uh, you know for the week, and then they actually scaled it back where the budget was so low that they got like halfway through the season uh the the final season of the show and they didn't have any money to shoot any fight sequences or anything so um i can't remember who suggested it but there's this great story about um one of the episode where all the villains become invisible yeah right so how batman uh combats this to like even the odds is he just turns the fucking light off 
he turns the lights off. And then basically you as a viewer are watching just uh, a bunch of like uh, people from the crew moving shit around for the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> but and then they're just occasionally like throwing a bang or a bop or a you know zing up on the screen right <laughs> but it's so brilliant because you're essentially watching this for like three minutes <laughs> and it's just people from the crew wandering around in front of the camera in the dark <laughs> i did not know yeah that. it's like it's great it's great uh it's great you know it's much like the spielberg oh we we don't have enough money to make a shark in jaws so we'll just save it for the end you know it's like that you know well we don't have enough money to shoot a fight scene so let's just make all the villains invisible and then we'll make all of the or we'll make batman we don't have a just turn crew, light. so we'll just turn the fucking lights off <laughs> yeah Got exactly it. perfect um but yeah the the movie is amazing in all seriousness it it, it, it that it scene where he's running with the the bomb on the dock and like everywhere he fucking goes like he runs to the pier and there's like a family of ducks <laughs> so he's like i can't drop it here and then he like he runs over and there's like a couple making out on a park bench so he's like i can't drop it here and then you th- you think of course when he finally does get rid of it that he goes up with it and uh you know um the riding the giant umbrellas of the penguin you know burgess meredith is amazing mm-hmm. um obviously we've already talked about my love for the Twilight Zone and, and uh, you know, for, for Rocky is pretty, you know, although we spent half the Rocky episode talking about boxing. But <clears throat> that was a great, that was great. That was fun, yeah. Um, yeah, like, is serious Cesar Romano? Rom- uh, Cesar Romero, Romero as, wow. as the Joker, which, yeah. you know, it's kind of, you look at Jack Nicholson, even like his body type and yeah. everything, how he was the Joker. And you look at Cesar Romero from the animated, sorry, from that series. 60s Batman, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like it's almost like minus the visible mustache. Yeah, which under, he, uh, he refused to shave. Yeah, they're like, can you just shave that? No, no, just paint over it. Yeah, just don't, paint don't. Over. Yeah, that would be like if Tom Selleck was the Joker. Like, you're not, like, you're not I'm not shaving my mustache. Yeah. You know, yeah. until until I play, you know, Roosevelt, am I shaving my mustache? Oh uh, man. But um, but yeah, you know, he had this. He looked very Caesar Romero in that. Yeah, in the yeah, Tim yeah, Burton yeah. movie. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we take a little break, come back and talk about the live-action theatrical releases? No, I'm good. All right. I'm itching. Uh, Let's come back in just a moment. However you're taking part in this episode, please don't forget to leave comments, share, reach out to us so we can keep the conversation going. I was really hoping they were going to reprise that bomb scene in the last Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets into the helicopter, picks it up, starts flying around. Like, oh, no, kids. Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so we're back. And before we get into the live action films, I do have one more point I want to make about the animated films. Um, there's a lot of great ones, and we barely touched on them. Obviously, we we talked a few times about Dark Knight Returns. Uh, you know, great comic, great uh, um, film. Um, the Red Hood we talked about. One we didn't touch on at all, though, is Year One. Yeah. Have you seen Year One, Dave? No, I have not. Dude, you got to see Year One because the, the and uh, you know the you you're a fan of Gotham, right? Yeah. Now uh, Benjamin McKenzie from the OC. Also, young. Uh, I don't know what that is. Young Gordon. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what that is. I know it's Orange County, but I don't know the um, show. I yeah, you, really... dude, we were in high school. I know when that what. Came it, out. It, okay, I've no, okay. Don't whatever. don't run from this. Okay, uh, I'm trying to get out of this one. <laughs> um, okay. 
he he voices Batman. Now that doesn't matter to me. Also, uh, is it Brian Dushku does uh, Catwoman. I'm trying to put a little suspense in this. Thanks for ruining it. But okay, so Cranston is Gordon. Oh, nice. And he is amazing. Amazing voice work. And the character of Gordon is so fucking badass. They do this thing where essentially, like, every time he's about to get into a scuffle, it's almost slowed down, you know, but in a much cooler way than in, like, Sherlock Holmes <laughs> in the the Guy Ritchie films. It's almost like that, but it's it's not where he breaks down the moves. It's that he's... um. He just reaffirms that he can kick the fuck out of this young person, comparative to him, and uh, he's just such a fucking badass. And it's really worth watching because it's it's. There's one scene where he brings out this corrupt cop out into the forest and just beats the fuck nice. out of him. He actually throws him a bat. He's like, "I gotta make this fair. Here you go," and hands him a bat. <laughs> and he's nice. like twice Gordon's size, and Gordon just fucks him up so bad. Yeah. Amazing, sweet. So please check out Year yeah, One. They're gonna do that tonight. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Year One perfect. is yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, perfect. Year One is what uh, like Batman Begins was. Yeah, like sweet. slightly based off of the yeah. idea of him coming home from you know gaining his karate knowledge or his jujitsu mm. knowledge is all from Year One. Yeah, sweet. Good to know. I'll watch that. Tonight. Yeah, for sure. Now. um Let's get into it. Oh yeah, Let's do the it. the grandfather, the godfather of the modern superhero film, eighty nine's Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, along with I think in a lot of ways the Ninja Turtles, which is probably an uncommon opinion. We talked about this mm-hmm. before. East, I think these are the two films that that set that machine in motion that people realize that you could have adult content and adult topics, adult stories in a comic book film. Comic books are loved by all ages, um, you know, and the nostalgia that's attached to them through your childhood into adulthood, um, people will flock in the masses into theaters to see these films. Um, I don't want to, you know, we can't spend too long on this movie. We can't spend too long on any one, but... What I love about both one and two is is the constant moral struggle that Bruce is always so both in Batman eighty nine and Batman uh, Returns um, he he's constantly at he he's at ends with himself like he's trying to decide where the line is now by the by two. He's found a much he's he's much more on the dark end of things. He's much more willing to see criminals die. He puts that fucking bomb in that clown's uh, thing. Mm-hmm. He, bl- he sh- does the uh, what's it called like the flamethrower from his car or like the bat the engine mm-hmm. sets the guy on fire. So he's he's come to terms with the idea of like if you're a bad guy and you die, eh, shit happens. Whatever. Um, again with um, walking at the end, that kind of thing. So. Um, where in the first film he he very much he wants he he doesn't want to see the Joker die he just wants to apprehend him and he wants to save the city. Now before we go too far into this because I know I can take this really far off the rails with this uh, com- uh, c- comment, Vicky Vale, uh, this era of King Kim Basinger, um, is to this day like my fucking dream woman. Mm-hmm. In all seriousness, right from the moment that you see you know. Hello, legs. And God damn it, does she ever look good with her hair tied up and the glasses? I know. Oh, my God. It's just like, oh, 
It's yeah. like the biggest heartbreaker ever. And then in the smile too. And oh, and the um, you know, even when she has she has her hair down and the wave and just like. Oh my God! This woman is a she's goddess. Lying, she's lying in my 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 favorite is when she's lying in bed after like the whole thing, and yeah, she knows yeah. and she goes, he took the film, yeah. and she's all upset. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. If it, it that that's what she looks like when she wakes up. Oh my God! <laughs> no, right? Yeah, she's still a babe nowadays. You know. Yeah, she's a bit different in grudge match, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Kim Basinger, Vicky Vale, mm-hmm. as Vicky Vale, right around this time, I would have, I would have loved to spend nine and a half weeks with her. Uh, one, one thing that I, one thing that <laughs> I would have minutes more yeah. like it. That's, that, that's that's uh, that's a lot too. Let's, let's even be honest. It, it's it's nine and a half seconds. Yeah, it, that's, that's 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 really what it is. <laughs> she won't Thanks. even know. Do we just do it? You don't even know what yeah. just happened. Yeah. I oh, had the best Spider-Man time ever. Now. Just in and out. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, one thing I would like to say about. Uh, the f- which is really funny, which a lot of comic book movies don't do now, which the first Batman did, mm. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well also did, which they didn't give you the origin story off the top. It was no. just, fuck it, go, here's Batman. In fact, yeah. you didn't even know what happened to Bruce Wayne's parents in the movie until About like 20 the, minutes the thir- in yeah. like the third well like the third act is when you actually really see oh in its entirety yeah yeah you, start, you know you see parents, little segments yeah. yes parents dead and everything else you know when he gets do you get to follow my parents you know yeah um and in Turtles, it was very similar. You didn't get the origin until about 20 minutes into the movie yeah. of how they became. And I think that was great because as a fan, hmm. and even if you didn't know anything about Batman, you started off and you're just, you're right into it. I wasn't bored, you know? No, it, yeah, like it opens up and he's he's beating the yeah. shit out of those two guys on the roof yeah. that did exactly, kind of did the same thing as, as his parents faced, except for, obviously, they made it out alive. Yeah. Which yeah. I kind of wish, like, a lot of, like, modern super... Like, the new Spider-Man, I don't need another origin story. Fucking yeah. kick it off. Because yeah. I know... And let's face it, man. If you go to watch Batman, if yeah. they make another Batman movie, you don't need an origin. You know no, ba- You can no, ask anybody. No, it's, you can it's really it. bad. You can you Google know, The it. amount of times that we've had to rewatch, Considering that there's only technically been one success... Like, one reboot, per se. Because you can kind of blend all the Schumachers and into the Burtons. To, they're supposed to be all yeah. together. So, with that in mind, there's only been one reboot. And we've had to watch, like, different iterations of the, the origin it, just countless times. It's painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what I really liked about uh, Batman 1 is it just kicks off with action. You know, it gives you the character. You know, there's more focus yeah, on yeah. the origin of the Joker than there really is on the origin of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, which is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah. it's, it's the right way to go. Mm-hmm. And like, not to mention the the Danny Elfman score. Yeah, makes yeah a lot of people bag on Danny Elfman, but he's got uh, an amazing resume. In all seriousness. Oh yeah, well, it was that score that set the tone for the animated series music, yes. which in yes. turn change the landscape of batman yes yes you know fuck and the way it's perceived yeah oh yeah any other points on the first one yeah i um did i mention i love vicky vale yeah she's beautiful <laughs> um call me <laughs> um i i there's i i'm overwhelmed but i i think we should probably move along and just kind of revisit it as necessary i did kind of want to ask now dave at the age that you first saw it, like I saw this movie at age four, yeah, so I had no too. fucking idea about the backstory of Batman. And- See, I saw it when I was four as well, and that was the last time I saw it. So you're kidding? I've, I haven't seen it for twenty 
five years. Why are you on the Batman panel? I no, don't kidding. know. I, I thought I, I thought it was the Christopher Nolan thing. Well, we're getting there. So that's why I was like, yeah, sign me up. And then we're here talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? What am I doing here? I really hope I get food poisoning so I can fucking, you know, bail. Is, yeah, and I'm sitting here, over Devin, here. take over. I don't fucking know. And I'm just like, what are we going to talk about the miniatures when the Batwing goes down? See, you know? I, <laughs> no, okay. well, see I watched uh, Batman Forever a lot when it came out because I was in that 10 years old thing when that corny shit was okay. Yeah. Do you remember so, that the burger, the Batman burger at McDonald's yes. on the long yeah, But if we're going to talk McDonald's, the best sandwich they ever had was the Arch Deluxe. Like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a good sandwich. We can talk and about McDonald's pizza. for a while. <laughs> the pizza ruled. Pizza was amazing. Um, see, Batman Returns is similar. And I also saw... the, the mugs, the Batman mugs. You right. get the, I still have the Riddler and Two-Face. Right. Yeah. Um, Batman Returns, I also saw a long time ago. So if I'm a little quiet this time, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> like, you guys fucking have so much knowledge about this shit and feel like I'm kind of letting you guys down. But once we get into later on, then you know, I can okay, say you can open some up. dumb shit here. Uh, <laughs> Batman Returns, what are your what are your feelings? So. Yeah. I for I wasn't here's the thing I wasn't allowed to see Batman Returns in theaters because my mom was Neither just was I actually my, my mom really no nope, yeah, wasn't allowed my Amazing. mom had a my here's the thing my mom is like when it comes to, when it came to death and killing she was like fucking put it on it's like yeah. it's like Looney Tunes but when it came to like sex or tits mm. she was not for it like she was offended when we went to go see Batman Mask of the Phantasm and the fact that Andrea Beaumont left Bruce left Wayne Manor in the morning mm-hmm. my mom was like that insinuated sex I don't like it. So I wasn't allowed to see Batman Returns until my uncle what? bought it they for just me. Had a sleepover. On, but yeah, it's Christians, dude. Yeah. Uh, but my, uh, I was so I didn't get to watch it until my uncle got it for me on Christmas, like later on that year. Yeah. And it was all because Michelle Pfeiffer in the vinyl. Oh you know, yeah, now that I remember. Oh, yeah, man. right. Like that was fuck. See, I wasn't allowed to watch it until From, somebody else had seen it because I think my parents heard that there was some. Sexy risky stuff? shit in it, maybe. Oh yeah, well she's she say she fucking eats puts a bird in her mouth and like yeah. mm, yummy and rubbing her belly and shit. Yeah, that's like, really sexy actually. Yeah. Um, I never found like when I was younger, <clears throat> I never found Michelle Pfeiffer attractive. What? I always like when I got older, there was like a switch that flipped somewhere in my yeah, early your teenage balls years, dropped and everything Damn. was hot. <laughs> I'll take anyone. You were okay. wa- you were watching man, what lies that wall beneath. Is really eh? hot. Yeah. You're watching what right. lies beneath, and yeah. you're like, oh man. No, but in all seriousness, but I, to this very day, I remember that vocal delivery and remember being like as a seven-year-old, like extremely titillated, mm-hmm. for lack of better terminology, um, it, it, by by her voice. And yeah, to this day, like so much better terminology than titillated. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I, I, okay. Titillated. But to explain my, my uh, I remember a, a specific moment where I was um, watching uh, Batman uh, Returns at, uh, at my house or at, at my, uh, yeah. And uh, I was laying on the carpet in front of the TV and I started to feel all tingly all over. Yeah, that, it was that, like, that, that wasn't weird. a cue to elaborate <laughs> on the moment. I was <laughs> just making fun <laughs> of the word. You don't have to tell us about your first moment. But the word titillated is a good word to kind of like, you know, kind of start. Yeah, up. I'm just it's, saying. It could be the name of its own movie. Yeah. Like titillated. Oh, there's definitely Batman a titillated. Batman titillated. titillated number 47. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great series. Oh, fuck yeah. Batman titillated. <laughs> yeah, there was one Batman that had nipples, wasn't it? There's two. Because Kilmer has them too. Yeah. 
Which, Fuck. that that fucked me up. In Batman Forever, when I was eight years old, and I'm sitting in the theater, and the the first time before I even get to see... I saw Val Kilmer's ass in, oh, yeah. in leather <laughs> yeah. before I got to see Batman's face in Batman Forever. Before you get to see a chick's fucking body at the... I yeah, remember, yeah, I had to sit through... Well, I why to, is that a bad thing? I'm sure there's a lot of women listening right now that are like, yeah, yeah. I don't see your fucking point, because there's... Because I'm eight years old watching Batman. I don't even get it. Okay, well, what? A, there's a lot of people that like to see male posterior. We talked about this with uh, Terminator. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that in all in all seriousness, that, you know, you're putting butts in the seats. It's no different than a boob shot or, a, you know, uh, anything else. A guy with a nice six pack or what, you know, glistening on, in the sun. Like any of this stuff. Sex sells in any form. And it's... It, in some ways, it's a sad thing, but I just spent five minutes of this show talking about how in love with Vicky Vale and, and Kim Basinger of that era I am. So, you know, it's proof. That's, that's it's, very it's true. It's proof. Maybe I just don't want to talk about how Val Kilmer's ass made me, you know, it was... Titillated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Where the fuck are we right now? <laughs> I'm so, so lost. Sorry, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> What movie are we talking about right now? We're we're well we're we're bouncing around. Okay. Um, well, that's very clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Batman Returns comes out uh, three years after. It's uh, a long time, actually. Yeah, for a movie. Well, that, not necessarily because Terminator did like fucking seven ten, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aliens. it's so weird when when you go back and you look. Like uh, I have the box office numbers here, and it's like Batman um, grossed. Uh, worldwide, four hundred and eleven million dollars over four hundred million in nineteen eighty nine money. Nineteen eighty nine money and all time adjusted for inflation. World time, one hundred and fifty sixth worldwide uh, highest grossing film, seventy first and adjusted fiftieth. 50th best selling film at the box office of wow. all time is Batman, and um, that's not bad. You know, it's interesting that they weren't. You know, like nowadays, where if anything does well, like we we were talking off air about the Iron Man story, and just you know, oh, this movie you know has t- turned our fortunes around for for Marvel and Disney. So yeah. throw some money at Favreau, force him to make a fucking uh, sequel way too quick, and you know, just to just to you know take the the movie going audience to the cleaners per mm-hmm. se. Um, I think I think two didn't do as well because again, like, if you think about it, you have. Two out of the three of us didn't even get to see it in theaters, yeah, because of the content of it, and it was also a very, very dark. It was a, it's beautiful, but it's dark. It's very, very dark, and I love how the use of it, um, the snow, yeah, and Batman. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few times where, like, that movie made it look so good, yeah, and Batman and Robin just made it look so shit, yeah, yeah, it's true, and I think like they went a little introducing the 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 penguin in the second one they went a little bit more cartoony but like almost perverse mm-hmm. cartoony mm-hmm. like like the the late 80s uh early 90s batman comics i think they borrowed a little bit from the aesthetic of that and why i don't necessarily subscribe to your theory of the i've watched a couple of uh 60s camp batman episodes and just went to <laughs> town with it i don't believe that's the case because I see a, an aesthetic that I recognize from the comics of my childhood, um, and I don't think that those work in in film. I think that number one hit it right on the head. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, you know. That Gotham with, like, the steam oh, and the... It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, like, the... There is a vast difference between the Gotham in 1 and the Gotham in 2 as well. It looks smaller. Yeah. Um, it's very... It's very wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems... It just seems like it's a lot... Like, you know, the Wayne Manor's a lot smaller. It seems like yeah. he used a lot more miniatures... Like, he did use a lot more miniatures, like, in 2 yeah. than what he did in 1. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and you can really see that. Yeah. But, but two overall is a... It looked a lot more like your traditional Tim Burton film, the scenes through the cemetery, yeah. um, you, you know, you watch the Edward, underground scenes. They you watch look, Edward Scissorhands. And then you watch that. Returns, and, and you're like, oh, fuck, Tim definitely Burton, for guy. sure. Whereas, yeah, one doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, show that kind of thing. Um can we hop into forever a little bit? Yeah. We, we can mix anything, by the way. For sure. We can just go wherever you want with, with the oh, Schumacher go down and, the line and here. Burton Fuck. series. Okay. Yeah. Some of them won't take long. Batman and Robin's pretty much yeah. already done. Yeah. The only thing already done. Yeah. we're already done in that I, one. If we, but well, like, I like Devin's point. I'd like to see if he'll pick his brain. He had a good point uh, when we were talking earlier today that I'd like him to elaborate on when we do get to uh, Batman and Robin. That Something that I've never looked at it until we started conversing about it so we'll get to that though one thing that's uh also really interesting is that marlon waynes before they before they signed on chris o'donnell marlon waynes was actually signed on to be dick grayson yeah i read that and yeah and billy d williams signed on a he signed i think a three or four movie deal with warner brothers to be harvey dent uh so they still had these contracts in line it wasn't until schumacher came in when all those plans changed yeah um there's all these things that just went totally wrong when Batman Forever just happened. Yeah, now yeah. that beginning scene, a little bit crazy, but it's a comic book movie, so whatever. Yeah, and I I like there's certain scenes that are so fucking dark in that in that film, like the scene where essentially Edward Nigma re uh, edits the footage of his boss so that he just laughing maniacally and then jumping out the window Mm -hmm. that's uh that's fucking just like just awesome like yeah it's awesome but it's so sick like the person that that fucking did that um and uh i i do i i i I don't like anything else about the film jim carrey (laughs) is almost doing a joker and a riddler you know like what does that bother anybody else i always yeah the riddler's not that physical the 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 Rizzle, the Riddler um, is is he's a wimp like he is in that film. Don't get me wrong, but he he he's not such a physical um, villain as he is in that that movie. Yeah, you're absolutely I wasn't right. a fan of Jim Carrey in that movie at all. No, yeah, he's a, he was too quirky as a Riddler. Yeah, he took it too far, and it I don't know, I didn't like but it. But funny enough, is still like the saving grace of, yeah. of that piece of shit. You know, Tommy Lee, like Tommy Lee Jones is fucking Two Face. Oh man, mm-hmm. god damn! Like, Although ma- I do like him, he has Drew Barrymore and who's the other girl? He gets two girls because he's you know, yeah, two faces. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wonder if he's got two of everything. <laughs> or did the acid just probably remove one? Of- okay, never mind. Yeah, that's this. This is it's got to be the weirdest looking penis. Yeah, yeah. Debbie, Debbie Mazar as Spice. But uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore is smoking hot in this film. Yeah. You know, one of my one of my favorite. Uh, you know, of her aesthetically, not of her performance because there's nothing there. She's just yeah. she plays a vapid, mm-hmm. you know, bubblehead and. And like, and the music just sucks in Forever. Yeah, yeah who's terrible? Do you know who did the score for Forever? No idea. But it's like it's just it's <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it's just so bad. 
there's just what could go wrong did go wrong in forever. Yeah. But and what sucks is that in the entire franchise, including all the Christopher Nolan ones, Robin has never got justice for a very That's true. pinnacle character in Batman's development. Can I confide in you guys and and the entire internet? I'm not a big fan of the Robin character on the whole until um he doesn't need Kelly, a sidekick. Uh, what's her first name? Um, yeah, from from yeah, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Returns. Yeah, I just don't think uh, Batman I, needs a sidekick at all. I, I, I have no problem it. with it being. A, why do I have no problem with it being a young girl? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it works. It yeah, works no, it really abso- well. No, it absolutely you does. Know, like I, I, I just I understand that he sees himself in both Dick Grayson and and uh, and Jason Todd, but I just. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know. I don't know. I, I think that's that's um uh that's something about Batman that you don't see from from a lot of other heroes that I always kind of liked is that he does he is kind of future minded in that regard where he knows he, he you know, he's got to to get somebody to to kind of take on the mantle once he's gone, right? Yeah. Like he he knows that this isn't a forever thing, whereas I think with a lot of other heroes it's kind of well, Superman is forever. Sight. Well, yeah, but but like a guy, or like not an Iron, forever, an but Iron you know, Man he's got a longer just, lifespan. You know, a Spider Man or something like that. Where well, but there's another Spider Man. What? Yeah, that's Miles Morris, but that's Mi- uh, Miles Morales. Morris, yeah, and that's yeah. Forget about Zach all Morris. The, the, <laughs> I always say Morris. Spider Man. The clone plots really kind of yeah. around with that one too. Yeah, and like but, but yeah, but but I don't. There's know. like a million Green Lanterns. I, I like so Robin we're good because there. it's like he knows that he's going to have to franchise this out one day. He knows he knows that mm. like you know Bruce Wayne is going to. Yeah, Wonder Woman's got a whole island of Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Where are we here? Batman Ron- and Robin or Batman Bat- Forever? Or- yeah, let's just what, who, who, uh, who fucking cares? Fuck? Yeah, Bat- <laughs> Batman and Robin was just terrible. Alicia Silverstone wasn't even Barbara oh, Gordon, yeah. and she's Batgirl. Yeah, that bothered me. That bothered me too, Tremendously man. By that time, that's that was when I was a kid, and that's when I was like, "Fuck, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this, fuck it." Yeah, piece of shit. And it's like, uh, it. it I just don't like this whole household full of like transient children that that Bruce Wayne is collecting. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, but, but they're not friends. Yeah, they're brothers. At least him and Robin yeah. are. That was the main thing. I yeah, think Robin. You know. Yeah. You want to talk about the laser guns in Batman? Robin? Uh. They had laser. And Bane. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with Bane? Oh fuck! This is you want to talk about someone who's never gotten the uh, his due in a Batman <laughs> film. You you make him like fucking Poison Ivy's pet. And mind you, in all seriousness, not a big fan of Bane. You know, mm-hmm. except for when he breaks Batman's back, and then I pretty much just want him to fucking leave after that. Like I I don't care. Like he doesn't. It, you know, he, he bothers me. Like he looks like a fucking luchador. It, you know, it's stupid. Even but, in the comic, they had to fuck him up yeah but i like the idea of bane and you know it bothers me that like the two uh, uh, you know appearances of him in the films are that fucking one where they like power him up and he blows up which is in line with bane in the comics okay but he's also a fucking moron he's like bane 
Boon, mm-hmm. you know, he can't say anything else. Come on. And then the other part of it is uh, is is Tom Hardy, you know, which I don't completely hate the voice. And and they did uh, they actually put it really cool in the mix because when he talks, the idea is that everyone's supposed to stop and listen. So he's he's completely different in the mix, and everything else is going on in the movie. I like the idea again, but the execution is so shit because then it turns out that he's fucking Talia's pet, you know. And it's like he's supposed to be the one guy who can and does at times outsmart Batman. Mm-hmm. And, mm. you know, it's fucking bullshit. Beats him mentally and physically. Yeah. You know. And also just, you know, we'll get, fuck, we'll get into the Nolan shit later. But yeah, that that was a fucking bullshit point in that film. Yeah. There's... Do, you think, do you think maybe it was, I, I think the movie could have been not as bad as Batman Forever if it weren't so just like, they just loaded it up, you know? With there, camp, yeah. There were so, and, and there were so many bad villains, guys. Yeah. So, too many villains for, for one film. I mean, I think mm-hmm. if, it was, if it was a movie about Mr. Freeze, or, or if it was a movie about, you know, Poison Ivy and... Um, um, not Bane. Not Bane, yeah. Just Poison Ivy would be fine <laughs> yeah. on her own. Yeah, but it, it just seemed... Um, yeah, but after the first movie, they immediately went to two. You're right. They went to two villains, and it, although you know Catwoman's not a true villain mm-hmm. and never has I mean, been, Selena Kyle is character. Yeah, you know? it's like, fucking it's, always hot. Yeah, but um, yeah, I see your point. I also wanted to touch on something that you said off air, Devin, that like we were talking about how Clooney actually aesthetically is very a very good Bruce Wayne for like the Dark Knight Returns series. You know, if they'd done a film in the vein of that era, you know, especially now, I wouldn't even mind him donning the the cape and cowl again. I'm sure that the Internet's just yelling blasphemy right now. But um, you you put a a mustache on him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, goddamn, he's he's your perfect, uh, you know. I think it'd be I think he'd be great. Uh, I think Chris O'Donnell, he's not he's just not a good actor. No, no, he's really not. No. Um, Although, um, well, scent of a woman. He's you know he's he's riding the fucking coattails of one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. actors of a generation. So I guess I should shut my mouth. Yeah. Um, so no, Aldo, just yeah. continue. And uh, <laughs> what killed me about Batman and Robin is the credit card. Oh fuck! In that they, exchange, oh my god! I'll borrow it from you. Fuck you, you little shit. And like, doesn't the card say Batman Forever? The card, no, the card, yeah. No, it says, no, it's, um, I think it's either a Discovery or like an American yeah, Express. Yeah, but the name is card. Oh, fuck, yeah. does it really? Yeah, That's fucking, so. god damn it. Uh, that, see? He watched the fucking TV show and was like, oh, we gotta add in well, he a did. crazy graduate. Yeah. We gotta, we're gonna make a crazy color scheme and. Yeah, that that series, that part of the series is definitely more so shit. in and line I, with and it. I, the, and I really yeah. hated, shit. I really yeah. hated the reporter the too. The reporter that that's in both Forever and her line in Forever is "Oh, there's Bruce yeah, Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. Brucey." It's like shut up. Yeah. And then in and then in Batman and Robin, her line is, "But Batman and Robin protect us." You you're at a cop fucking event, lady. Yeah. God. The um, damn it. The one thing we didn't talk about with um with Batman Forever that I kind of want to touch on, and not in I, I don't. I seem to just be going with the women here, but um, it's Chase Meridian, this fucking doctor, quote unquote. Meridian. Yeah. Um, that Nicole Kidman portrays. Now, probably the sexiest that I can remember her ever being, um, but 
this this woman is insane. Like in all seriousness, and I assume that you're supposed to, you know. Oh yeah. Be, but it's so interesting because it there is one of the most human things in her character of any of the characters in that um, she is both attracted to Bruce Wayne and Batman, and she perceives them as different people, right? Um, now, she's attracted to Bruce Wayne because he presents security, and um, he, you know, he's handsome, and he's well-kept, and he's well-spoken, and he's all the right things that you want to take home kind. to your mom and dad kind yeah. of thing, right? Um, and then, on the flip side, she's very attracted to Batman because he's the bad boy and uh, represents all, you know, the the guy from the wrong side of the tracks and danger and excitement and all these things and there is a certain level of duality um or sorry that's not the right term but there's that 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 you know in eternal struggle that we all face um with kind of like you know weighing this this person who's absolutely perfect for us with this uncontrollable like carnal attraction Mm -hmm. and it's so very interesting that in this horribly written movie, like let's be fucking honest, uh, the dialogue is dog shit. It's the pacing is bad. Everything in this movie is not even worth discussing. It's all, it's all overacting. Yeah, there. Yeah, the the acting direction, by the way, if we're going to talk about Schumacher, is so fucking far off. You know, and he's done some good stuff. Like the only yeah. thing I, the only thing I will say that he that both that Val Kilmer did very well was that scene when. Uh, if you're going to say I fell, I fell forever, I'm going to fucking vomit. No, I was going to say when he when he first sees Nicole Kidman and he goes into the room after he, when he knocks down the door and touches himself. <laughs> Close. And he's all but he's all but he's all really really nervous. Yeah. When he's talking to her is very similar to Michael Keaton when he first sees Vicky Vale. Yeah, but what is with fucking Batman in the films just constantly having to go around and be like, you know, hey, okay, you give me boners, so you got to know I'm Batman. Like immediately. You know, yeah, it, it's not like you've been married to this, or like you've been dating this woman for you know a number. I tell of years. everybody I can't keep any secrets. I'm yeah. like, hey guys, I'm fucking Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? you, well, yeah, look, he you know. <laughs> Ron Burgundy's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> that's a, oh man, that's good. Well, in any case, is there anything else that we need to touch on with Batman? Can I just or, say? Oh, I, I want to hear Devin's point. Wait, can I just say I'll cancel the pizzas? When Alfred, remember that? It was the only thing I yeah. remember from Batman and Robin is I'll cancel the pizzas. Do you remember um, the first Batman movie? Barely. Um, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> the... Um, I thought the, we were the, doing another Terminator episode. <laughs> the, 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 first, um, the first VHS, you put it in, and the first thing you see is Alfred serving Batman a Diet Coke. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. And the Coke has a cape. Yeah. Oh, nice. Just for the taste of it. Yeah. Ridiculous. Amazing. Yeah, which you can't even find on, can you find it on YouTube? I'd love that ad. Oh, just about Clooney being. Uh, I, w- I wanted to, your, Devin. I wanted to hear your thoughts on on Clooney as Batman. That you know, there are some valid arguments for why he's not a bad Batman, or rather, a bad Bruce Wayne. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I just think, um, I think uh, aesthetically and and the way that he acts, um, like one thing, one thing that's missing from a lot of the the um, the portrayals of of Bruce Wayne, I think, is just that. Um, 
it's just so obvious like Val Kilmer you know this big like muscle bound you know like how tall is he he's pretty tall isn't he he's like 5 11 to 6 3 something in that range <laughs> so, um, uh, but it, but in any event they're he's they're a big they're, motherfucker i don't know if he's, he's big he's a big, domineering per like he ha- he has a domineering physicality like he, yeah, he, yeah, he looks like a fighter Whereas I, I think um, Keaton and um, Clooney both have this look of, of an industrialist. Yeah, and, yeah and, he and, is more and, cerebral, yeah. Uh, and that's that's something that I think is missing from Bale as well. He just looks too – like it's too obvious yeah. that, that, you know, here's the richest guy in the city who also is you know, ripped as somewhat fuck. of a defense yeah. contractor. Oh, and also he could beat all of us in a fight. Do you think he could be Batman? Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Whereas Clooney, I, I mean, I, I think it's just a shit script. I think it's just a oh. shit script, and it's a shit, shit, terrible direction, terrible everything. But I think there were a lot of choices um, that that could have been could have been okay in in you know if if all of these other um, uh, factors weren't weren't in in play yeah which is Clooney would be a perfect Bruce Wayne yeah. in my yeah. opinion. and it's funny because when you hear when you hear George Clooney even talk about taking on the role of Batman was he just he's almost apologetic he, he is apologetic, apologetic for yeah. his role on that um well so is Schumacher Schumacher has made numerous apologies saying my favorite is I really just wanted to make a fun movie and I'm sorry well, <laughs> but but he's made good movies too like Schumacher as much as he's made shit movies he's got nothing to complain about in the sense that or like we have nothing to complain about with him because yes you fucking pissed all over our our childhood hero Okay. But the client was pretty sweet. Yeah, the client was sweet. A Time to Kill was sweet. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Um, Tigerland was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like there, he's, he's had a bunch of a bunch of cool movies. So, yeah. you know, who fucking cares? I almost just want, like, I agree though. I almost think he made Clooney, the studio money. Yeah, I almost, I, I just think Clooney should even just take up the mantle again just to give it justice from that wonderful nice to see wonderful him, film he was in yeah it'd be nice to see him voice and animated or something like that like if kevin conroy wasn't coming back yeah just give it to clooney just be like hey come on out which yeah, it probably would have probably be like the highest selling yeah whatever downloaded animated <laughs> movie fucking <laughs> i just torrented yeah <laughs> ouch um sorry yeah it, Devin, you, you you make an interesting point when you're in the when you're in the you're thinking about Batman. He's the world's greatest detective. It's how he's defined. You expect to see a cerebral element to the portrayal of both Bruce Wayne and Batman. And while you do get that with Bale, to a certain extent, it's almost this, um, you know, like after the fact, you realize like he already done it. It's like when your friend, you know, you ask your friend like, hey, don't forget the case of beer. And then you're sitting around, you're halfway through the, the game whatever what yeah, the raptors game tonight and you're like hey fuck did you remember the beer and he's like yeah it's in the fridge and then you're so relieved that he right you know it's, oh it's sunday too the beer store is closed yeah and the game's <laughs> the game's half done already <laughs> shit okay sorry no, I, no beer um but my point is just that he's that it's that kind of you don't ever get you know oh did did you fix the autopilot oh yeah i did that you know, you yeah. never get that that uh you don't ever get him like outwitting someone in a clear way. You don't ever see the gears turning. You just see the end result of the gears t- being already right. turned. You know, he's are 
you know, I think that there's something to like, for example, Keaton's portrayal that that lends that element to it. Well, like that scene where he's like, "Do you want to get nuts? Let's yeah. get nuts." Well, that's, exa- that's you know, exactly that's like exactly what I was totally, gonna say because he's got the fucking plate. And the best is his re- the best one the that's tray. one that's great for how he tells that's how he tells Vicky Vale that he's Batman is by that whole scene, which is great. Yeah, and. What's also really great about that scene is just to go about like how like his thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah, is when you know Joker pulls out that little fucking derringer. It just goes, you know, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And his reaction when he goes, "What?" Yeah, like fuck, it's just something I say to people. Yeah, but it's just the fact before that I like, kill them. But the fact that yeah, says, yeah, yeah, before I kill them, it's like I just like the sound of it. And then he kill, and then he shoots him. Mm. But when he says what, it's like that is the one line that has been haunting his fucking mm. life. Yeah. Since the death of his parents and is now like new shit has come to light. Yeah. For him. And that's it's just it's great. That's why I love I fucking love Michael Keaton as his Batman. He's yeah. so human. Yeah. You know? Alfred she is great, isn't she? Yeah, so yeah. Just, oh. there's a certain weight that lifts when she's here. And even that scene, he's so cerebral in that scene. Like you you totally see him fighting yeah. with the, his life choices like should i just mm. throw it all away for kim basinger which the answer is yes yeah oh man <laughs> and then and then El- but also in the first batman as well when alfred says the line um i don't want to spend the rest of my remaining lives mourning about um mourning over friends yeah or the, it's like or their children you know which is great because it almost looks like alfred being like look i'm i'm almost close to fucking giving up on you if you don't pick this chick yeah you know it's great yeah Batman 1, fucking great. Yeah. Batman 2, great. Anything else about the uh, fucking Burton Schumacher era films that we want to touch on? We haven't touched on Schwarzenegger. I feel as though that's best left. Uh, it's, ugh, God. Speaks for itself. Schwarzenegger yeah. is Schwarzenegger playing a role that was originally casted to Patrick Stewart. Yeah. There you go. Can you imagine Patrick Stewart as Mr. Would've Freeze? Would have been amazing. Fuck, bald with the glasses? That would have been, like, animated series style? would have been great. Yeah. But instead it's... And it would have been more straight. Yeah. Mm. Instead it's a guy who can barely fucking put words together. Hey, you know? Freeze! Yeah. Hey, hey you're, you're, you're cold now! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then they fucking smack their feet together and it's ice skates. What the fuck? Oh, God. Um. Oh man! I I'm oh, glad I don't know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I forgot. I've written that whole thing off. It sucks, yeah. man. It just fucking. It's just a punch to your fucking <laughs> face. Yeah. You know, one one thing that hasn't been uh, brought up yet on Batman Forever. Has anybody seen the re-edit? I I actually haven't had a chance, but I've read a lot about it. Um, that yeah um, yeah we, we were talking was, about the one was, day yeah. Uh, there's a lot of scenes cut out. There's a lot of deleted scenes uh, put back was in. Was it called like Red Box the, or something? Yeah, the orders and the around of some scenes, and apparently it really um really helps out. Um, yeah. the movie they they eliminate all the like a lot of stupid things like the um I think the um the game of battleship uh, at the end is fucking it's, out of there thank yeah. god <laughs> now um that's an interesting point let's look this up and we're going to we're going to link to some information on that in the show notes so if you uh if you're interested in seeing that version cuz I certainly am I forgot all mm. about it Devin that's a very I good point um we'll we'll put uh, a link to uh some information on it in our show notes at moviesroommylife.com, find this episode, the Batman episode, and uh, and and uh, you'll find uh, some links to how to how to at least look this up. Because yeah, we gotta we gotta research this because I have to see everything Batman. It's a must, yeah, or else I will die unhappy. Hopefully, in a long, long time from now. But still, I gotta I gotta make this happen. 
Um, anything else we want to touch on, boys? Because I really have to. Uh, uh, just one, one very quick last one. Uh, soundtracks actually during during the uh, the Schumacher era, not not a little, awful. little seal I, for you. Honestly, yeah, like but a kiss from not, the rose, not seal. But uh, hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me is probably the only U two song that I can actually listen to. It's not awful. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty um, good tune. Uh, Smash it up by the Offspring, a yep. damned cover. Uh, Nick Cave, uh, Method Man is on the goddamn soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I mean, think that's actually a line is, in the song. The song is called uh, The Riddler, so probably, probably not, not, the not Not the best out of his not catalog. the best name he could come up with? Uh, you've got a cover of The Passenger. You've got a Sunny Day real estate song, Flaming Lips, on uh, uh, Batman Forever. Like, this is yeah. actually yeah. really great soundtrack. Yeah. Even... Uh, even um, uh, shitty Batman and Robin, uh, <laughs> well, uh, the which end was of, the original the end theatrical the title, the end, and the beginning is the end of the beginning. Uh, oh, by Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Which is which they brought back for the trailer of Watchmen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which fucking actually works. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, yeah. They were great soundtrack, <laughs> and the and the Prince soundtrack. Hey, come on. Yeah, I was just gonna allude to Bat Dance. Oh yeah, I can't go wrong, man. That was some some Bone shit. Thugs and Harmony on there. No, that's a terrible song. I'm sorry, but which one is that though? They had some good. Oh, they did have some good tunes, but that's not one. Batman of them. Robin also had R. Kelly. Yeah, the, yeah. Gotham, yeah. <laughs> Gotham City, <laughs> City yeah. of Justice, uh, Revolution by REM. Have it on vinyl. The, yeah, yeah, not their best, but uh, Foolish Games by Jewel. If you're partial, is it, yeah. is it, is that Batman? came out of left field. Is on the <laughs> yeah. Batman and Robin soundtrack. That's got to be forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Robin, Batman and Robin. That's Batman and Robin. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Forever was stacked. Yeah. Robin, it was just like we got to put tracks on this shit. Yeah. yeah. I can remember the whole fucking world played Kiss from a Rose for like oh, eight God. years yeah, after that. He did two different videos. There was the Batman video, video and, and then there the was the new Batman video. video. Yeah, and that was the last the thing he video. ever yeah. fucking did. Yeah, 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 no, he still had a career in England. You know, but everyone has a career in England. Mm. And then he married. Uh, <laughs> he married what's her face? Heidi Klum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, I think that's a good place to stop, to stop <laughs> so that we don't sink further into the the sewer because I actually really like seals. So. Uh oh! I have to leave. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I like Seal. Yeah, I've had to pee for like ten minutes. So let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll get into the Nolan films so that Dave can actually say things. All right. If you like checking out uh, new and upcoming bands, and you like listening to people have discussions while getting progressively drunker and drunker, I very much recommend that you check out East Show Drunk with Power, which is available to listen to at uh, drunkwithpower.libson.com. Uh, himself, Tommy, and Norm are hilarious, and they play some great music. You should really check it out. Also, uh, check out Devin's uh, video game discussion panel show. Uh, with him, Devin H., uh, Dave, and uh, Ian. And they do uh, a lot of interesting topics on, on gaming, so check that out. That's available at uh, twitch.tv slash bad underscore enough underscore dudes. That's live every Thursday at 9 o'clock. And uh, follow them on Twitter at bad enough dudes to uh, find out when they're going live and what their topics are. Uh, two really, really cool shows. I'm subscribed to them both. Uh, I know that they're going to be going up in podcast form soon if they aren't already, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and uh, I hope you'll come back and, and join us as well again next week and not fall in love with their shows and forget all about me. All right, we're back, and it's time to talk about 
the Nolan Bale team up films. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very excited to get everyone's take on this. Uh, I guess the logical place to start is obviously Batman Begins. Now, <clears throat> I have an interesting story about Batman Begins. I was living out uh, in, I guess, like towards London at the time in southwestern Ontario. And I remember the day it came out, um, I got a text message from my girlfriend at the time said, okay, don't see it. We're going to see it on Saturday when you come to see me in Toronto. And I said, okay. And as soon as I texted her back, okay, I then got in my car and drove to the theater and watched Batman. (laughs) 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 And then, uh, so I watched Batman Begins and I was the only person, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon, and I was the only person in that theater uh, in in St. Thomas. So, you know, everyone's working or whatever. And I'm sitting in the theater by myself. I'm sitting under the uh, projector. And at some point during the the, the screening, uh, the screening, during the during the movie, the, the projection guy actually looks out the window and is trying to see if he's just playing the film to nobody. <laughs> And and then looks down and sees me sitting like right underneath him in the center of the back row <laughs> of the film, and I remember that. Okay, so that's Saturday. I come down and I've already seen it, right? And uh, we go out to see it, and the theater is so fucking cold that I fall asleep. I fall asleep in the theater, and um, immediately she knew. That yeah. I'd seen <laughs> you sneaky she, prick. Yeah, because she's like, there's no way. Like, Batman yeah. is like your fucking hero. There's no way that you fell asleep if you haven't seen this film. Fucking great movie, though. Yeah, I couldn't Great villain. See. Yeah, yeah. Razel Ghoul, Rachel Ghoul, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It, uh, fantastic. And I, I like the idea of the, um, the kind of uh, mentor that he plays, you know. Mm-hmm. This this one's a hard one to talk about. Like you said, great villain, um, really good uh, concept of um, you know how the League of Shadows is essentially trying to stop the economy and and allow Gotham to fall apart. And it's the Wayne family that that fights off this very thing. So you know his father is essentially Razal Ghul's nemesis before. You know, Bruce essentially becomes his, uh, you know, student, which mm-hmm. is interesting. I do also love the um, Ken Watanabe. Is it? Oh yeah, as uh, as like the the stand-in for for Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And like the theatricality and deception are mm-hmm. powerful agents. That's a good thing. Um, one thing I do want to really, really, we it would be it wouldn't grant us justice if we didn't talk about it. Is that first the first appearance 30 minutes into the film almost of batman at the True. pier mm-hmm. and it's almost delivered to you like a horror film you see the whole thing in the perspective of uh Criminal. of the criminals and it's terrifying you just have batman sucking these guys up one by and, one and you know yeah it's it's and just picking them apart and it's uh it's exactly how i would perceive batman being in the real world mm-hmm. yeah very cool Loved very it. cool Loved yeah. it. And, and he didn't have the <laughs> and, he, and he didn't have like the overdone batman voice yet you know when he's like where are you and he's yeah. here yeah exactly just a whisper yeah yeah very cool that didn't last long though no. Right? No. <laughs> they're like, hey can you talk like more of an asshole <laughs> sure 
Yeah, I don't even think he... In the Batman suit, I'm pretty sure every line he says is overdubbed. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he it's actually... It's yard. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any actual... Well, in the later films, I should say. I, yeah. I don't... You know... Well, you know the voice. Yeah, I fucking it's can't fucking stand bullshit. It. And why is he when he's talking like in the third one? I know a lot of people pointed out, but why is when he's on the roof and and uh, Catwoman takes off on? Why is he still talking in the Batman voice? He's by himself. Because I don't know. It'd be funny if he was like, "Hey, so uh, what's going on?" Fucking just voice goes up like, "Yeah." Now I know what that whole, feels like. Whole locked. And she she just goes. She shows back up. What was that? <laughs> Now I know what that feels. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. You do that well too, actually. Jeez, that was good. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where. Where do you go from there? Yeah, Michael Caine. That's where you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck the yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. <laughs> I don't know if I like his Alfred or fucking the the Gotham TV show Alfred. They're both fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to see Irons as well. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. His take on it. Yeah, very much so. Because they're they're great actors, you know. And I like the father figure that uh, Michael Caine plays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in these movies, and he's really like. There's nothing wrong with the Tim Burton Alfred. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's great. Yeah, you know, but uh, just how involved Michael Caine gets with like him, like cutting the fucking bat rings. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. and like, so we can order, you know, we're we're gonna have to order. We can make one mask, but we're gonna have to order, you know, twelve thousand ears, so it doesn't look suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, know? they make a they order a bunch of like all the different components. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't look suspicious. Yeah. yeah, and then he gets the first one, and they smash him with the bat because they're just yeah. And then when he gets on, and then when he uh, when he gets on the plane or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, it was all left in my name." So, uh, you know, you can take the Ferrari out, but just make sure you. Oh, it's the it's the Rolls, isn't it the Rolls Royce? Yeah, the, the Rolls- Bentley, Bentley. Yeah, the Bentley, but so just make sure you return it with a full tank of gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like sitting it's there. Premium. La- don't forget that <laughs> shit. And he's sitting there lounging. You don't have any money, do you, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, if Alfred wasn't a good guy, like he's already been declared dead, it's just like yeah. who fucking cares. Well, yeah, then, then if you also think about it, this whole time that Bruce Wayne's been considered dead, you're telling me that every year Alfred's just been going on like trips to yeah. Europe. Yeah, to it's like I go on while you were gone. I go to trips and I'd sit in a cafe hoping to see you, but I didn't, and I just enjoyed my trip. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I just had a very luxurious time off. Yeah, and then I went back and cleaned Wayne Manor. Like, yeah, I got all the dust out of that fucking place. It's yeah. like huge. Fuck. Yeah. So, hold on. Who built the Batcave? Because, like, if you hire a contractor, they're well, going to be like, look, we built this fucking fortress. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's where Batman lives. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, in the Nolan universe, and we've, we've talked both on the side of gripes and in praise about this, that, um, you know, it's so grounded, per se, in reality. So, the story that they tell is that uh all the like the elevator and all those underground uh tunnels and so forth are were used for the underground railroad um right yeah you know and the wains are helping and the wains were helping people escape got it so that's why they have all the underground shit on the uh was it southeast wing yeah 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 okay yeah i missed that Well, you just you're just in awe of Michael Caine when he's explaining. Yeah, it's it's like, just like whatever fuck? you say, sir. everything you say, I love you. <laughs> like, man, fucking man, he is man. Um, the Tumblr. What are your guys' thoughts on the Tumblr? I, as a fucking as a Batmobile, I loved 
Batman should drive a, if he's gonna drive a fucking car like the car in the original was great yeah like I the would, 60s original 60s, or, like, 60s 60s or Batman when, Forever with all the lights on it that was my I, favorite one seriously yeah Are you being sarcastic they took the original like the 89 one I shouldn't say original yeah. and then they just put some fucking wicked lights on it I loved it oh really Batman I thought Forever. I didn't think that Forever was built around a vet was it yeah it was a big I don't know it was a big long because the first one is a Corvette. Is it eighty nine? Is a the Corvette big long sure, fucking 100%. thing? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was. It was a Corvette motor, but it was a. Uh, it was a uh, Chevy or um, still a, Cadillac, a, Corvette. a Cadillac body. Sorry, whatever it was. A long. Cadillac. Yeah, like the the frame. Are you talking about eighty nine? Yeah, yeah, the fuck does a Cadillac no, the, look the, like the, that? The chassis. Dude. We're talking. All we're talking the, the, the chassis the, here, okay. like the size of the car, not the shape of the car. Yeah, because we know the shape of the fucking Batmobile has the longest fucking nose on it that you could find right? yeah and the seats are in the back of the car yeah pretty much oh. of that of that era yeah so there's no car like it was you know the chassis and the motor of a of a i'm pretty certain Cadillac they built it around a corvette but i could be wrong i'm 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 willing to yeah. uh to to step aside on this point because you know i'm not 100 but i feel like i read something when i was younger about it being a built vet. on a chevy impala chassis yeah. um, which, is, which is not and a fucking cat which is the same chassis of a cadillac fucking um but based on and modified it's from the same thing a 1970 corvette body thank you huh. so um, we're all right <laughs> whatever everybody fuck. gets a cookie so fuck the tumbler <laughs> the tumbler is kind of weird i yeah. don't like it it's i don't know i don't like it i don't like the yeah, fucking it, it size goes, of those tires you know how expensive against, those things would be yeah i know <laughs> it goes against the whole premise to me of batman and half motorcycle and go fuck yeah, yourself and the first half of the film right yeah. because the whole time he's talking about like they're they're you know there's that one scene where the other uh members of the league of shadows are like hiding in the rafters and shit and then he has you know liam neeson gets them to you know reveal themselves essentially and uh you know, and like working in the shadows and inconspicuous and all this shit, as much as theatricality and all that shit goes into it, um, being able to work in the shadows is a benefit. So you're telling me that no one ever just saw this fucking tank come out and like crash through a fucking wall, like on its way there, like, you know, and, and, you know, it's good. Let's, let's say the crime is on the other side of town. Like presumably, I guess by the third movie, you see that Gotham is apparently a fucking Island. Like, even though most of the film shot in Chicago, but you know, whatever, or at least the first one, right? Um, but uh, it becomes Manhattan Island all of a sudden. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it's a fucking island. Okay. Yeah, I never really got that part. Yeah, I thought Metropolis was supposed to be like Manhattan, but uh, yeah, I don't know. who cares? In any case, um, you know, y- 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 you get into the tumbler and you drive across town and you're sitting in fucking, you know, Gotham traffic and it's just like, are you crushing fucking cars on your way there? Is this like, you know, is your. You, uh, yeah, I think you have to. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like, with those know. tires, you're supposed to just drive. Well, like, over doesn't it just seem if he had this fucking helicopter thing type thing Bat-wing? that he has in the third one? Yeah, why don't you just using that everywhere? Because you own half the buildings in fucking Gotham anyway. Yeah. Just land it close by and fucking go. I don't. Know, I don't like the just. Tumblr. It's. It, I don't know. Yeah. I, when I I'm first really... saw it, I was like, "What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what am I looking at? Is that a tank or a fucking Batmobile? That, yeah. Like... yeah. But that's the thing, though. It's not technically. It's not even a Batmobile. It's. It's the. It's tumbler. the tumbler. It's like the tumbler. So you want to be able I to like turn the head. tumbler itself, but you know, I don't. He must have his own insurance company too, because you can't really call like State Farm and be like, "I got this thing. It's yeah. like a fucking tank, <laughs> but I'm gonna take it on the road. What are my rates gonna be? Yeah. Like three hundred a month. Like it's a little steep." So 
so I'm going to make my own. That's, he must. Wayne Insurance. Here, let's look this up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Batman, uh, I don't know if we can fully cover... Last name, uh, what's your name? First name, Bat. Last name, Man. Okay, perfect. Right on the... Right on the uh, <laughs> Insurance Whatever. certificate? I don't fucking know. What's your license number? And then he just gives Bruce Wayne's license <laughs> yeah. number. A conversation we had off screen um, uh, that I, I brought up um, this uh, uh, TV tropes um, um, has, has, you know, um, established uh, like willing suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of, one of the rules that they cite, and, and this is the, the specific one that I was trying to get into is, um, you can get away with anything, but eventually uh, you get locked into uh, what DV Tropes uh, calls the sliding scale of realistic versus fantastic, where the more fantastic you make a story, mm-hmm. the harder it is for the audience to accept or care about um, a realistically uh, detailed uh, uh, scene. And, and um, the, tum- the, like, the Tumblr for me uh, um, almost makes it, uh, too realistic and less fantastic. So, so yeah. it it um, it kind of um, uh, it makes it uh, because of how realistically they're grounding the story. It makes it um, much more difficult for me to make a lot of other jumps because they haven't uh, established that it's that fantastic of a a story. You know, the Tumblr is just one example of that. But I think that the whole series is kind of full of uh, things like that. Where why can't yeah. that man just drive a car that looks like a bat? And like, why can't he just have that? Why? Why yeah. is that not allowed? Yeah. Like, right. well, why can't you just drive like an an Impala, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, with a motorcycle like a inside of it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She pulls, she pulls up, in or just shield. do a pull a bond and just leave a rocket pack in the trunk. <laughs> you know, um, I did want to mention one thing. This film came out in two thousand five. Now, uh, when did uh, when did Batman, uh, Batman and Robin happen? Okay, so nineteen ninety seven. Now, there is a story uh, about um, a certain director who we, we now know in the superhero era, uh, you know, or in the superhero universe as being a, you know, a kind of juggernaut of these films, which is Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. He pitched um, a Batman uh, film franchise in 2002 to Warner Brothers and was rejected. Yeah, Can, I did not know that. Yeah, um, I would. Re- I'm really curious now. I know that he was. He had some kind of attachment to like either a Superman or a Green Lantern type situation as well at one point. No, Wonder Woman. It was Wonder Woman, wasn't it? Um, I know he's he's been, you know, in and out of talks with DC a, a few times before he landed with Marvel, and uh, you know. It, it could have been a, we could be sitting here talking about very different films is my point yeah you know um anything else that we need to talk about right now with uh, batman begins before moving on uh katie Holmes sucks yeah i'm not a big fan not yeah. a big fan she's not nice she's not a nice person or not nice yeah i don't like her <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can say on that i don't know I would have no problem if they just continued on with her throughout, but whatever the deal was, I can't remember the story. Or she didn't come back. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, you mean the the actress? Yeah, why? Why? You know, I'm. I wish that either Maggie Gyllenhaal just been part of the initial cast, or that you know, she's weird. Katie Holmes would have just. I don't say that. She's a fantastic actress, though. Oh, I didn't say she couldn't. And there's there's yeah. Then there's no one else that can ever say. uh, um, How does one suck a fuck 
on on screen quite that's as well true. as that's she true. does. Yeah, yeah. And I and I do like I don't know. She she was good when when she's giving that speech before she blows up. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Which brings us to the Dark Knight. Fuck. Yeah, perfect. Best, best opening scene, in, in my opinion. Of the three oh, yeah. Movies. And how Hans Zimmer, uh, like, it's fucking pencils on a desk. Yeah. That's the percussion. The, oh, yeah. yeah. The only thing and I didn't fucking really... electric, electric uh, cello. It's just like... Uh-huh. What, yeah. I, what I loved about uh, the Dark Knight was it almost it reminded me a lot of Heat. You yeah. know, it reminded me like it was pretty much like I'm watching like... A cop drama that just happens to have superheroes in it. Yeah, you know, um, and it's and another great one thing I really I did like about the Dark Knight was it's not so much about Batman as it is about the world that encompasses Batman. Yes, yeah, you I know? agree with that. And that's what was I was really glad to finally see in the in a comic book movie. Yeah, you know, it wasn't so much about the character as it was everybody else. You know, Harvey Dent and Gordon and their relationship. Gordon trying to like you know keep his morals in check along with Batman's, you know, yeah. it was great. I do like in this film though, that like Fox gets some redemption initially and in that he's actually back on the fucking board. And mm-hmm. you know, that piece of shit from the first one is out. Gregor Hauer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that's probably the one exception to what I was talking about where you don't see the, you know, you don't see the, 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 the um, machine kind of turning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one time where you see, Bruce Wayne playing the long con on this fucking guy in the first one. But I love Fox being on the board. Um, Where this film kind of goes off briefly for me is the whole, like, Skyhook bullshit. Or no, that's... Yeah. Yeah, Skyhook. Yeah. Um, We have a a thing called Skyhook. We can look into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know that that's a real thing. I, I, you know. So you want to be able to turn your head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the, 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 there's a lot of like little things, the technical stuff that that gets on my nerves because there's a situation where like you, what you were talking about with the um, the uh, uh, bat cave, if if for example with the fucking skyhook, like that pilot, bloody well knows. Yeah, there was uh, I went to I went to fucking Hong Kong and picked up this guy f- uh, from a fucking uh, building and. Uh, it was Batman holding on to some fucking crooked Chinese uh, banker, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and, right. and and then I flew him all the way, presumably back to Gotham. So that was in yeah. like four hours. Or yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. It was. It it's uh, yeah. It, and and like I was saying, I mean, had the had the series not been as grounded, grounded in, in reality, in, in reality, be, yeah. you would probably be more willing to to uh, suspend your disbelief. In that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like if they, for sure. Like I'm not gonna lie, if they didn't even mention Skyhook and they just took that whole thing out, and Batman goes and gets that guy and he shows up. I wouldn't have questioned yeah, like it if you just didn't show it. I it was just like, yeah. yeah, I just would have been like, oh fuck, he either shipped him in the bat boat or he fucking like. But I do like Michael Caine getting to put lotion on all those lovely ballerinas. But he doesn't like. It, for... But he doesn't like it though. No, he's what's what's oh, what's Russian for yeah, put on your own damn lotion? Me. He's just yeah. a classy guy. So no, but he's not going to tell you that he likes point. it. It's that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Russian for put on your own damn lotion, so he's just gonna have to do it. It's a wink to the situation. Yeah, true. You know, because he then he goes over and like does the little turnover and smiles. You know, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't really like about that movie was like the end. 
uh, sequence with that weird technology or the sonar shit. Yeah. Beautiful, I, isn't I it? I was... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the recall, and we haven't even talked about Heath Ledger yet, mm-hmm. which you must we, do. We, do we, I was just going to say something like that. Yeah. You don't even touch, because there's nothing no. to say. It was the most but speechless I, performance. Yeah. See, only comic book film to win an Oscar for acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. fucking too good. Yeah, it's... That scene... Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that Ryan Reynolds didn't win for Green Lantern? Yeah, right? Fucking <laughs> man, it, it, got robbed. It was, it was a cinematic masterpiece, but That still. scene where he walks out of the hospital, and the hospital blows up in the background... That's yeah. the best acting I think I've ever seen him. He's wearing a life. skirt, and it's yeah. like you're you're so afraid of like, this. N- oh man, that whole sequence is just that's my favorite. If we have, if we get to that, yeah, that is my absolute favorite in the entire series. Yeah, that scene right there. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. the ni- and the nice touch and when, when he, he stops and yeah, does the, and it's, yeah. it's fucking and that's up improved, on him. right? Yeah, yeah. My, my favorite is the nice touch of the uh, of the lipstick smear on the on the teeth when he goes hi. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you see like the fucking lip on the, the lipstick on the te- on the teeth. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. The um, the scene I wanted to talk about with him was the prison scene, the callback to again the Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Um, that that beautiful scene where you know he t- he tests Batman's limits, and then you also have this realization that that you know I am we we require each other to exist. Mm-hmm. You know, I am the reaction to your action. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, he, he, it's, it's just very interesting, uh, and, and, and perfectly done, perfectly done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And the bomb in the guy's fucking, he puts the bomb yeah, in the, the guy's phone. Yeah. 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 I, or, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just, well, I, yeah. Phone bomb. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just want my one phone call. <laughs> That's all he wants, right? I love when fucking Batman beats the shit out of him in the fucking interrogation room. Yeah, that's a great scene too. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. And he throws his hand down, and he hits him. He's like, he's like, see, you can't do that at the top. It messes them all up. See? <laughs> yeah, you make small so, fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. And then the second hits. Yeah, he's yeah. uh, he was perfect in that. It's it sucks that we're never gonna see that carnation that incar- like that version. Sorry of. You know, the Joker with okay. Batman again. Like, we're not going to do it. We're not going to see that version of the Joker really f- fuck with him. Yeah, because you know, he really only had, what, 30, 40 minutes of screen time? And it was the yeah. best 30, 40 minutes of that fucking movie, let's yeah. be honest. Of that yeah. franchise. Of that franchise, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, even now, like, people are wearing... People became Joker, just Joker fans. Yeah. Alone. Uh, for his question of society. Yeah, and the whole, like, you know, how many times have you heard the, uh, like, the why so serious or the, you know, do you, you want to hear how I got these scars mm-hmm. or... And, the, yeah. and everyone that he kills, instead of having the laughing gas in that movie, he just gives them smileys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah that's also a really interesting take on it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is interesting because Bob and uh, the Tim Burton one actually has... Like smiley scars on his face. If you look, yep. if you look yep. close enough to, yeah. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Nice little hats off to that, almost. You know, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, um, the this movie is is it, you know it, it's such a a work of art. You know, for a superhero film, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Now, one thing you did talk about when you were here for another panel East was you talked about um, how. This movie, as much as you love it, frustrates you because of its uh, reuse of a lot of the ideas in the 89 Batman. Yeah, like the um, 
like the uh, the boardroom scene when the Joker walks in, you know, he's in the ha ha ho ha, yeah, you know, yeah. and he kills um, what's his face, his henchman, yeah, Michael J. White's henchman, yeah, um, Gamble, that was his name, yeah, kills Gamble's henchman. Uh, you know, there's the conference, which room is a scene. great scene, the pencil, yeah. you want to see magic tricks, great. Yeah, and there's a there's a couple of others as well, and it's just um, it's a nice hats off, but it's also just like fuck, man, just do something a little more original. Yeah, you know. Um, but what qualms do you guys? Because I I do like this franchise, and I'm now, you know, it's like I'm finding like it's out, it's an intervention here when finding out that you guys weren't too fond of this franchise. Well, I am. Yeah. I am. Um, it's weird though because out of the three, mm-hmm. um. And we're going to get into it in a second. Batman Begins is, uh, isn't is as coherent of a rewatch as you might think. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do the same things it did for me emotionally the first 45 times that I saw it. I agree. Uh, um, and the same thing applies to The Dark Knight to a lesser extent where I go through the exact thing that you're talking about where I just want to see the scenes that involve the Joker and the stuff that he's doing to people. So the 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 viral video type shit the dropping the batman guy outside the mayor's window um mm-hmm. painted up with the smiley and all of that shit like uh those are the moments that i i really cling to and then there's a lot of moments where i'm just kind of like looking at my watch being like when's the joker gonna come back um really yeah yeah i'm not i'm i'm not super in love with uh i i like aaron eckhart and I, I think it could have been interesting, uh, but I, I just I'm not super fond of some of his choices as as Harvey Dent, um, and I also don't like I, I griped about it before in the same episode that I'm referring to mm-hmm. about the 15 different fucking people saying I'm playing it close to the vest in this fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. playing it close to the chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, in any case. Uh, great film, but I honestly, if the reason that I say that, uh, and this is the case for me, that The Dark Knight Rises has the best rewatch value is because everyone remembers it as being fucking shitty compared to the other two. I hated that. Right? I still hate it. Right. But when you watch it, you're like, oh, this isn't as bad as I remember. I like it. And there's something there. Like, there's something, you know, whereas it's almost a letdown when I watch Batman Begins over and I realize that some of those moments aren't as fantastic as I remember. Like, I, I go into it, I think, okay, this is going to be amazing. And then it's not as amazing as I think. Whereas I go into The Dark Knight Rises being like, this isn't going to be very good. And and then I'm like, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised at certain moments. But there's certainly more fucking huge problems with the third one than there is with the other two. I, no uh, question, no question. Don't like it. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's. Do you want to get into that then? Let's get into your gripes, Dave. Oh, I just I just I just thought it was just shitty. <laughs> like, I just didn't. I, I wasn't a fan of Bane. I wasn't a fan of um, the storyline. Like the fucking, they fly the nuke out to the ocean. That whole city would still die. Yes. That drives me nuts. Just Any ask, movie like Nagasaki, where, where there's like how a, long it took them to, which the bomb going just, off in the mountains. And that was a, that how wasn't even a fucking where they are now. Mm-hmm, that wasn't know? even a hydrogen bomb. Like this fucking thing would have just killed everybody anyway within days. Yeah. Everyone would have be fucked. 
So I didn't like that. Um, I don't know. Why, you mean water doesn't neutralize hydrogen bombs? Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, ju- I don't know. I didn't like the idea. I, can't, I, like I, when... I can't even get... I don't even have a reason. I just didn't so he like re- the film. He rehabs his back. He makes it back to Gotham. And then he spends presumably the next day and a half um, covering the bridge with fucking gasoline so that he can tell Bruce... Or he can tell Gordon to light it up. And there's just a flaming bat signal on the bridge. Ah, God. <laughs> it's I like, I was this. back yesterday. I could have saved all you guys yesterday, and you wouldn't have had gone through this fucking whole, like, walk on ice thing. But this is more dramatic. Oh, you know what? I just figured out why I hate it. Because it's the most obvious guy in town would be Batman and Gordon, the fucking yeah. chief of police, that's, or the commissioner. Yeah. Supposed to be one of the smartest fucking police officers. Couldn't figure that out yeah. until the end of the movie. He's like... Holy fuck, it was Bruce the whole fucking time. What are you, dumb? Yeah. Bruce How Wayne fucking stupid are you? See, that, and that's where I think that he knows... Because every he, other incarnation he knows. Yeah. And he just doesn't I, let on. He yeah. plays and, and it I'm, off. And I'm, and I'm thinking in this one, like... Uh, he definitely didn't fucking know, dude. Really? Yeah. No, 100% he, he didn't know for he real. He didn't have Dave's a fucking right. clue. He's the only Batman he didn't incarnation even have an where idea. at no point he knows. Because at the end, the look in his face, like, oh my god, he was Bruce Wayne the whole time. You think? Yeah. You fucking really? One thing I did like, the only part that I did like with Joseph Gordon Levitt to, to completely change the subject, but whatever, um, is when he shoots the fucking tanker and it bounces off and sh- kills the guy. I don't even that, that, that he's like wrestling with. Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Or it's not a tanker, it's a garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was cool. That was yeah. That, that was hilarious because then he's like, "Oh fuck, I just killed someone." And then his next thought is, "Well, I might as well keep it up." So he just like goes and gets a shotgun and busts into a hospital. Yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I thought it was weak. Yeah, I don't know. I the 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 bat or like so long and yeah. drawn out. Mm-hmm. A lot of scenes could have been cut out of that. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, I like Selena Kyle. I thought that. Yeah, the way it was surprisingly. She was all right. I thought that. I thought yeah, she was great. I thought in that. she was going to be shit. Much like the internet seemed to think that Heath Ledger before he did it was going to be shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, were they I think, wrong? Yeah, fucking right, they were wrong. Um, that's why I keep my mouth shut now. Yeah, but I, I thought that uh, Affleck's coming up. Yeah, I know. Think? But but I'm that's an Affleck uh, supporter, as am I. Yeah, so I can't even name one movie he's done. So I don't know anything about Ben Affleck. Goodwill Hunting. He yeah, directed yeah. Argo. He directed. And he was in it. He directed Gone Baby Gone. I only remember him in Boiler Room. That's uh, one of the he, fucking... Yeah, he's great in Boiler he, Room. He didn't direct Gone Baby Gone. He was in Gone Baby Gone. No, his brother, Casey, is in Gone, ba- Gone Baby Gone. He directed oh, it. Oh, sh- I'm thinking Gone Girl. Shit, sorry. Yeah, he's in Gone Girl. Fincher directed it. Yeah, yeah. that's my fault. It's a girl name. Yeah, it's the it's the, it's the the <laughs> Gone that's fucking you. Yeah. Gone Girl, Gone Baby. Yeah, someone's gone. I thought Gary. I thought um, Gary Oldman's portrayal of Gordon was great. Yeah, but that's like again. That's like saying I thought that water was refreshing. Like Gary Oldman is always great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I I I mean I just feel like that third one didn't even really feel like a Batman movie. Yeah, like the way he like rallies the cops together, and it's like the people of Gotham yeah. versus the bad guys. It's like he he almost doesn't really do much of anything himself yeah like he's not the the hero no and i don't really think that that like in 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 most of the batman story arcs that i'm familiar with that that simply isn't the case it's never about somebody else it's always about him 
yeah what well, like, he needs to do yeah no you're absolutely right like, and the fucking daylight bothered yeah, me as well yeah. like i understand that you know it, you know time is of the essence so you get, you can't wait until nighttime but at the same time you spent a whole fucking day painting the bridge in gasoline <laughs> so yeah. if you just didn't do that you probably could have did it last night <laughs> you know uh, mm-hmm. now i understand again also it's it's it doesn't matter because bane is uh in this you know universe he knows the the ways of the league of shadows so you know he's not thrown off by that but i'm sure that bruce being you know razel ghouls like fucking uh you know uh best student his you know greatest uh disciple or whatever mm-hmm. um could probably take out quite a few of these you know minions mm-hmm. i do like that he has sex with talia al ghul yeah i think that that's nice for both of them for various reasons yeah, just like get a little hate uh Still yeah. shit though. And, Still shit. But it's uh, but it's also but it's and also, also because she's just fucking gorgeous. Yeah, and it, but it's also like a nice if you're a fan of the comics, it's a nice little like hats off to that being like, oh wicked, Batman actually hooks up with Talia and, this, and yeah. has a bit of a love triangle with Catwoman. You know, yeah, that's that's it w- cool. It would have been really fucked up if, if I would have liked she, the movie he, if that happened. He got uh, he he has the love the situation like he does it with uh, Talia. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back a year later, and she's had a kid. Oh shit! <laughs> Son of Batman. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, I just had to take a break from wearing headphones. No, no, minute. it's fine. Um, yeah. I'm done talking about Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, fuck, it. man. Uh, it it did uh, spawn like a whole fucking years worth of what people dis- just being like, you know, disappointing way to end that. Voice. and like all that shit. Yeah. Well, when they did it on South Park, that was the funniest shit I ever yeah. seen. With all the Bane masks, but I'm just so upset because it's the last one. Yeah. They could have wrapped it up nicely, but they took a big fucking shit on it. Yeah, it's a real thing. happy ending. Fucking yeah. Here's oh, here's another thing. TV moment. Get this is something that kind of got me about Bane. Was he's got that fucking thing on his mouth, mm-hmm. and he's jacked. How does he eat? Yes, are you t- are you telling me that he's that fucking huge from eating meals as like milkshakes? Like protein shakes it's all the time, but, but yeah, there's a lot there. You can, in all like, seriousness, like you can get like he just has a blender calcium. with him everywhere yeah. he goes. He yeah. just blends everything. Like you're just drinking like milk. That, yeah, like he's like he's that huge. There's and protein. There's you know. There's a lot. Look at this um, uh, Soylent stuff yeah. and like um, uh, Beyond Meat. Or, but was he getting that in the jail? No, but he didn't have the thing at the time. That was a result of him getting the shit kicked out of him, protecting then, Talia. And then he was, yeah, and then he left in the jail, right? Yeah, but also the the, the uh, steroids are what's making him jacked in this incarnation oh. of, like, yeah. the very thing that he's inhaling is the thing that is allowing his, you know, um, rapid healing. So every time he tears a muscle, it heals twice as fast as your average human, and that's the idea of the growth. Plus, you know, apparently the only thing that's giant on him is fucking traps, you know, because it's like his fucking, he looks like, he, he looks like a triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like, terrible. remember Henry Rollins back in the day? That's where his <laughs> neck was like, I don't know, people can't see me doing this, but his neck was basically from his shoulders right to his head. Yeah, he looks, he looks, like, he looks yeah, like Patrick from Spongebob. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Perfect. Sweet. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a little break here. And we're going to come back. We're going to, now that we've had this discussion, we're going to decide, each one of us, which are, uh, which film, live action film, is our favorite. Okay. And then we're probably going to yell at each other. Perfect.
So we're back, and uh, now it's time to decide. Make the most difficult decision of your life, East. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. I, I know mine. Okay. Let's start off with Dave. Let's do it in a weird If you guys order. need time to think, I, yeah, can, yeah, I, can, yeah, I yeah. can do this. Yeah. And I'm going with Dark Knight, because beginning to end, I didn't think there was any major flaws at all. The performances from all the actors, actually, minus Batman voice, uh, were fantastic. Some of my favorite scenes of the whole genre are are in there. The one I mentioned earlier when he leaves the hospital. Yeah. That's one of the best scenes. Uh, the beginning, holy fuck, with all the clown masks at the bank. Love it. Oh, amazing. The only thing I didn't like was the school buses. That was a little too perfect that there was 40 school buses. Yeah. You know, but like maybe it was a big school right next to the bank. I uh, loved it from beginning to end. Uh, Keith Ledger, you know, unbelievable performance. Yep. I love uh, Gary Oldman. Yep. He's in three of three of the movies we talked about, yep. but he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, it's perfect. So I'm going to go with that. Cinematography was great. Um, done. Yep. You want to go or you want me to go? East go. I'm going to go with, uh, fuck it. I'm going to go with Batman uh, 89, um, and the reason why I am going to go with that is because that movie sh- shaped the character of Batman very, you know, again, with, like, the whole world that they created. Yeah. Fucking, it's the only movie out of all of them where you really get to see different dimensions of the cave, and I was, we were talking about yep. this, like, off yep. the mic, about how important the cave it's the bat cave is to batman yeah you know um and to toy sales yes absolutely um <laughs> i think i had the bat cave too oh yeah oh yeah we all did i had the, had the bat cave i had the batmobile the batwing it was great um you know jack nicholson uh is awesome uh overall the first batman like fuck the music i just there's so many things i could talk i could go all day talking yeah. about you know Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. Yep. Um, and yes, don't get me wrong, for like, there's so many flawed things about it, about the comic book, and blah, 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 blah. that's great. <laughs> but, like, fuck, for the time that that movie came out, yeah. versus to how comic book movies even are to date, it still holds ground. Yeah. As, and is a, a wicked superhero movie. There are very few and far between. Like, we're lucky we're even able to have a discussion where a comic book character is able to go through two franchises and have two pretty really good films out of it. Yep. You know what I mean? You can't really say that about any other comic book franchise that has mm-hmm. even rebooted and still ha- like held down some sort of decent, you know, level of movie watching. Well, yeah, at this point we're we're discussing films that more or less span what? Cuz the first one was in 89, 89 to that we discussed to 2012. Yeah. So, so yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I'm going to say Batman 89. Devin, do you want to get on this or no? Uh, mostly on the same page with um, uh, with Dave. I mean, I think it, it was just such like a um, such a triumph. I don't know. That movie was was uh, was fantastic. Um, to pretty much the same points. I don't know. Uh, Ledger's um, amazing. Um, I mean, I mean, there are some things that I, I dislike about the reboot, but they are mostly complaints about the third movie and the first movie. I mean, I think the the second. Um, you know, every everything's already kind of kind of established. Um, so there's you know there's no argument, like I said, about just just kind of um, uh, retconning. Uh, yep. You know. Yep. Um, uh, it, it just all worked very well. 
Okay. Well, we're going to end up at a stalemate because oh, yeah. Cause I'm along with East. Uh, 89 Batman for me. Word. I'm going to go home and watch that, it, actually. Yeah, it's, it started, the, uh, it started the, the modern trend of, of how to make a superhero film. It still stands up perfectly. Uh, it's ageless in its uh, everything. It's set design. Actually won uh, an Oscar for Best Art Direction. Really? Yeah. Wonderful. Um, Vicky Vale is my dream woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it hits all the right points of, of of balancing sinister and humorous, and allows um, the character of Batman and Bruce Wayne, I think, to emotionally be flushed out more so than it ever has you've ever seen possible. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other films that we've talked about, um, the the fun character for an actor to play is. Um, is the villain, mm-hmm. and this is the only one that I can think of where is as crazy as uh, the Joker is. Batman is just as fucking crazy. Oh yeah, uh, and At the end, you know, too. yeah. When he freaks out, he's like, "You kill my parents, I'm gonna take you out." Yeah, you know. So for me, it's the '89 Batman, just because of you know. Uh, initially, when we were. St- st- we were going to have this conversation a while ago. We talked about it. Um, I was worried that my perspective was based entirely on nostalgia, but um, both from having this discussion and from rewatching all of the films, it's 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 fucking perfect. You yeah, know? It's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, you know, if they just gave if my only qualm with the '89 Batman is if Gordon not enough Vicky Vale, not enough Vicky Vale, <laughs> and if. Uh, if Gordon was just more like how Gordon was in the comic, yeah, yeah. I think honestly, if Gordon had, if they even, if they even just just gave Pat Pat Hengel like a mustache, I would have been pretty happy. Yeah, you know. Um, but Gordon wasn't Gordon, you know. Yeah, I I I, I concur. Yeah. All right. Well, I I think that pretty much wraps it up. So uh, remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. Um, so please go to our website. Uh, tell us what you think. Yell at us. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at not Brandon Fleet East. Oh, I'm at uh, Ant East. Dave, you have an Instagram. I'm not on Twitter still. Uh, yeah, Thack Attack on Instagram. If you want to see stupid pictures. <laughs> and Devin, uh, at your homeboy. Even though I didn't talk like at all. No, you did. You 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 at granted some some very interesting homeboy. points. Sorry, I just talked over that at. YR underscore homeboy. Cool. Um, if you're listening to us uh, in podcast format, um, you can check us out on YouTube. Uh, we generally release some of the content for upcoming episodes, some clips, all kinds of stuff. We're going to get into reviews soon um, as well, if we aren't already. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening, if you're watching us on YouTube, either in a clip format or in the audio format or video format of this episode, uh, thank you. And, uh, Please remember to subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, SoundCloud, whatever you like, um, so you can take us with you wherever you go. Um, And I think that's about it, gentlemen. So uh, thank you for a fantastic conversation. Uh, I had a lot of fun, even though I'm sweating to death here. Yeah. (laughs) I still, I, I could, I could go all fucking day. Yeah. Talking about these movies. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone. And, uh, thanks for hanging out with us.
in, it's like in Halloween when you see Mike Myers driving, and you're like, what? What? He's even a courteous kind of like, all right, I'll let this person Turn in. signal. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> like, are you telling me that Mike Myers this whole time is just fucking driving around? And when did he learn to drive? Yeah. He was in a fucking asylum. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? They have driving classes there? Yeah, right? Now, Michael, when you get on the road, remember that uh, your knife goes under the seat. and (laughs) You must secure your knife in a closed case. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right? Unless you went to driving school in L.A., for which case you'd be like, well, if you're not going to use a gun, then I guess the knife's going to be fine. Yeah, nice. Hope you can throw that fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) 